0: What's going on? Hey, it's Rev Q here, back with another episode. Time for Faith Talk podcast. Let's go. I like it. I love it. I want some more. What's going on? Hey, how's everybody been? How things going? Rev Q here again with another episode my episode, my podcast, Faith Talk. I'm um, you know, i going to jump right into the topic. It's not going to be a long episode, but it's something um, that God put on my heart and in my spirit. And I just, I've been meditating on it. Uh, it's been in constant conversation. So I just wanted to get on here and share it with you guys. As you know, my whole goal is to discuss real life incidents and issues and sharing my experiences to gain and drive inspiration and ultimately give you some insight into building your faith. So, we're going to jump right in and let's go. Now I'm calling this faith talk I am here I am here this is the arrival y'all I want to start with this quote because I thought it was very I mean very profound and it's by uh, a guy named Brian McGill and the quote said your greater, greater purpose it's already written within the fibers of your being. Your purpose awaits your arrival. your purpose awaits your arrival. and you know I, I thought back, you know, going to a grade school, if you did not show up to say I'm here or present when they took attendance in homeroom. So we had we had a period called homeroom. And when I got to high school, see, we used to go to homeroom first. You used to go to homeroom for the first 15 minutes and then you go to your first period. When I got to high school, they used to do first period first and then homeroom. And I messed around in missed homeroom one day, playing around, joking around with some friends, and just just didn't go. And I got home. This is when we had you know telephone home phones. They were leaving uh, voicemails. I got home, and my mom would check the messages, and just and the message would say. Uh, we're just calling from Farrow High School because Quentin was not present today. Quentin was not here. And my mom would be like, I know you went to school today. i be like, I did. But they called and said you was not here. And so later on, I found out that if you are the only important That that phone call stemmed from me not being in the right place at the right time to let my teacher know that I was here. Because when she called my name and I didn't say here or present, I was marked as absent for the whole day despite that I sat there and went to all them classes. I'm here, y'all. Listen. It's so funny because that's how life works. It's a lot of people who are constantly going day by day, waiting for their moment waiting for their name to be called to let people know that they have arrived, that they are here, that they are present. The problem is it's going to come a time in life that the purpose that God has for you has already been there waiting on you. So many people are trying to fulfill, trying to figure out how and what to do and what to fulfill in life to bring them some joy and to bring them some, some gratification and some satisfaction and to say that they're achieving and working in what they would love to do. And they constantly going like, Lord, I, what is my purpose? I want to work in my purpose. But God said your purpose is already in it's already in you, it's already been in you and I have it waiting for you. I'm just waiting for you to arrive. So my question that I asked, what has kept you from finally saying I'm here? Has it been fear? Have you been afraid to walk into what God has called and destined for you to do? Is it because you feel like you don't have the resources to fulfill what you want to do on on, on a greater scale? Listen, I've been there. God gave me a vision years ago to have a youth empowerment conference. I wanted to talk about youth and teen suicide. And I went and I secured the location and I just, I talked to a few people. I prayed and said, God, show me, send me the ones who are on the same page and will align with this vision to bring it to fruition. And I got a lot of no's. I got a lot of negative comments. I got a lot of this not going to work. I got people telling me, no, this, they, this is not gonna happen. And all I did was operate on faith. I promoted it like I knew how. I put it out there. I pushed it. I met. We had meetings after meetings with a with a variety of people. And the day of the event, despite having over a hundred people. Um, buy-in and RSVP via eBright, they got free tickets, they registered, despite all of that, the day of the event I got there early, I set it up, it was ready to roll but they slowly came in and somebody walked up to me and said don't feel bad, real just did what God told you to do. Don't worry. It's not about how many show up. I told him, I said, I'm not worried. I said, I'm not worried because I feel like I did what God showed me and told me to do. So I'm not worried. I'm believing in my faith that God's going to bring them. I'm not worried. I was not worried. But the expenses came out of my and other people donations it came from their pockets. We didn't have no sponsors. We didn't have no backing from from the church or nothing like that. It, it came from our own expense, our own pocket. And when I tell you, God sent the kids. God sent the people, and we had a wonderful time. Lives were changed. And that's the fulfillment. When you are working and operating your purpose, it's not about how much money you're making. It's not about uh, the, how many accolades you get. You don't care about that. All you care about is that I am doing what I believe God called me to do. And I'm telling you, in some of you out there, your purpose is awaiting your arrival. Your purpose is calling your name and it's time to say, I'm here. And the thing you got to understand is there's still going to be people that do not understand, that do not like, that do not welcome your arrival. But the fact of the matter is it was not all ordained or appointed by their time. This was created by God it is time for you to say I'm here and I have arrived. And whoever don't like it, I don't care. Because sometimes you do things in decency and order. That is correct. And you do things in the right loving spirit. But sometimes you have to have enough force and enough, enough grit to yourself to say, listen, I'm here, and I know you think things going to go the way you want them to go. Not on this, not on God's time. So many people have asked, how did you get it? How did you make it this far? I Tell them God did it. <laughs> so many people have asked, how did you make that happen? It wasn't me. God did it. So many people have said, why do you keep trying? Because God told me to. Listen, I am not going to give up on the purpose that God has given me. You it, you have arrived, whether it be a job, whether it be a promotion, whether it be a position, what it may just be a, on a certain committee. You may just be, be the one that has to join on something or finally take a moment to just speak up. Because once, once you open your mouth, it's just certain people that are gifted and blessed by God that when they speak, people listen. When they speak, Things slow down when when they speak. There is inspiration and motivation and impact going forth when they speak. But we cannot keep sitting back, not opening our mouth, not saying, not showing that we are present. I'm here. It's time to make your statement and say, I'm here. No longer shall I sit in silence. I'm here. No longer shall fear stop me from doing what God called me to do. I'm here. Because see, people think because they they feel like they have control over the the place, over the platform, over over the situation, whether or not you're going to be able let me tell you it's so many times that the things that people have tried to deny me, God made us so available, so quick that they had to turn around and be amazed. I, I'm not bragging. I'm not. I'm not boasting. I'm just telling you, I'm blessed. Every I've been working since I was about 16 years old. every job that I have had the ones I've been qualified for and ones that I wasn't qualified for every job I've had I have been so blessed to be promoted within and grow within the ranks quicker than people can imagine I worked at McDonald's. I came into McDonald's. Let me tell you how God works. I told my family years ago I would never work at McDonald's. I mean, absolutely never work at McDonald's. I ended up giving McDonald's six plus years of my life, my young life. But. Through those six years, I gained so much. I learned so much that every job since then, I have been able to climb that ladder very fast. I came into McDonald's as the janitor, cleaning the bathroom. I literally came from ground from the ground up. I was cleaning the bathroom, taking out the trash. And one day, the shift was short. And they asked, they said, we need somebody, we need some people to stay. But if you're going to stay, we need somebody who can cook on the grill. And I never worked the grill, never watched the videos, none of it, had no training on it. It's not that it was hard, it's just you need to know what you were doing. And I told him, I said, if you show me one time, I better work that grill for you. That day, I took off my gloves, put down my mop, put down my broom, and I watched the young lady show me and train me on how to work this grill. Fast forward, maybe three, four, four months later, I was the grill mountain. I was the production mountain. One of the best. Corporate Macapco came down and the man said, told so my my regional boss, my supervisor and our own operator that's the best production manager I've seen in a long time I'm here fast forward maybe a few more months past that hey I'm going to make you a crew trainer we need somebody like you to be training our people correctly Fine. Fast forward a few months. Hey. We need an island manager. You want the position? And within a two year period I was a salary assistant store manager. People had been there for years. Got mad at me angry with me. Who do he think he is? Because now, you've been there 10 plus years. I've only been here two. And I'm on salary and I'm your supervisor. Now, you mad at me, but it took me to come in and then start training you and start speaking up for you to bring others along that have been there and elevated them. I, I, it's like I said, I'm not bragging because it's not me. It's just I was doing, in hindsight, I saw that I was doing what God sent me there to do. Because I am a type of person that I'm not going to look, I'm not going to get elevated and look back and throw it in your face. I went back and said, listen, you need to speak up. You know how to do everything that a manager is doing and you're doing it, but you are still at a crude pay rate. You're just doing the work, but you're not getting, you're not getting the right respective pay for it. It's some of you on job. You're doing management duties. You're running departments. You're running groups. And you're doing it because you love what you're doing and you're so efficient at it. And they just keep giving you a pat on the back. But the problem is you deserve more than that. It's time for you to say listen, I am here. I have arrived. Don't keep overlooking me. Don't keep placating to my intelligence and keep Giving me all these verbal accolades. Oh, we appreciate what you do. We thank you for what you do. But you're not showing it to me because when when the position becomes open, I keep getting overlooked. I'm here. Same thing in relationships. I'm just trying to help somebody. Any relationship you have. Don't allow somebody to keep living off of you and your emotions because you love so hard and you care so well. Don't let them keep abusing it just so you say you're not alone, just so you say you have somebody. Because listen, the fact of the matter is the love that you deserve will never say, will never arrive and you'll never be able to receive it because it's it's not there. In a relationship with a mirage I just wanted to get on here and let somebody know that it's your time. It's all right. I I will I have been full transparent with you. I let go of my last relationship. I did it the wrong way, but I let go my last relationship with a young lady who deserves the world. She is a beautiful, beautiful spirited young lady. And in hindsight, for a split second, I told myself, man, did I mess this up? Did I go about it the wrong way? But because I was true to myself, God told me I didn't. Because for the first time in a long time, I made the choice to just worry about me. Somebody said, oh, that's oh, you were selfish. No, I, I wasn't selfish. Because, see, in the relationship, because I the type of man I am, it's a certain standard that I hold myself to. I don't want to be in a relationship building a friendship. I'm, I'm looking for my wife. So I want to be able to treat you as I want to treat my wife. I want to be able to give you the things that I want to give my wife. And though, and the reason I never took the step towards marriage is because I, 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 at that point in time, I was not financially stable. I was not staying with my living status that how I wanted to be. But I I said to myself, like people think, people don't realize dating is expensive. And dating requires commitment of time. And time is something I just didn't have. Because I'm out here grinding. I'm working multiple jobs while serving in ministry. I'm doing the things I love, but I'm also trying to make time for her. But I, I know as the heart grows fonder, there's more time that she wants that we I just couldn't give. So I went on a fast and in my fast, God just told me simply it's it's time for you to take care of you. And when I made the decision to just focus on God and what God had said to me to do, so many doors opened for me. so many things broke through and broke I, I mean I can't I can't call it all. Because I had met my purpose finally. I met my purpose already, but then now I was at the place to where I can say, I'm here. I have arrived. It's time to take things to another level. It's all right. It is all right that everybody it's all right. People not going to understand. Some folks not going to get it. But guess what? God still is going to take care of you. Because he loves you just that much. I'm going to get out of here. I just wanted to tell you. Tell yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror. Tell yourself, as, it, as the song says from The Color Purple, which I love, her last stanza, she said, I believe I have inside of me everything I need to live a bountiful life. With all the love alive in me, I'll stand as tall as the tallest tree. I'm thankful for every day that I'm giving, both the easy and hard ones. I'm living, but most of all, I'm thankful for loving who I really am, I'm beautiful, yes, I'm beautiful, and I am here. Thank mm-hmm. you.